Welcome to Navigating the Vortex. On our radar, black swan events and business resilience, insights from Ukrainian companies amid war. The McKinsey Report, Survival Through Purpose, How Ukrainian Businesses Endured Amid Extreme Uncertainty, offers fascinating insights onto how Ukrainian companies were affected by Russia's invasion in February 2022 and how they responded to the extreme challenges that this created. While specific to Ukraine, some of the observations in the report led us to consider the broader implications of war and similarly rare but extreme events on public and private sector companies and the importance of planning and thinking on your feet. What it's about. More than a year into the war in Ukraine, McKinsey surveyed 122 Ukrainian companies about how the dramatic events since February 2022 had changed their business environment, what strategies they had adopted to mitigate these impacts, and which of them had worked to date or not. The consequences of the Russian invasion have been enormous in terms of lives lost, infrastructure destroyed, and people displaced. This has affected businesses of all shapes and sizes and in all sectors. It disrupted their ability to operate normally and, for the most part, decreased demands for their goods and services. Yet, of the organizations McKinsey surveyed, only 2% ceased operations, despite the fact that 47% recorded a drop in sales of more than 30%. This remarkable resilience, the report outlines, comes down to four factors. Providing employees with safety and purpose, quickly shifting to a wartime operating model of agile decision-making, implementing existing contingency plans, and senior executives leading from the front and by example. Why it matters. One of the rationales behind McKinsey's report is that events like the war in Ukraine generate lessons that apply to any company hoping to create a toolkit to deal with true black swans. War, like major natural disasters, large-scale terrorist attacks, and man-made catastrophes, is often considered a black swan event, an event that is extremely impactful but also extremely rare. Taken as singularities, this is probably true. Looking at it from a more cumulative perspective, it's more doubtful that we are really dealing with events that only occur once in a blue moon. Over the past decades, hardly a year has passed without testing the resilience of states and societies in different parts of the world and around the globe, often to, and sometimes beyond, breaking point. The end of communism and the collapse of the Soviet Union, German unification, the war in the former Yugoslavia, 9-11, Afghanistan, Iraq, the global financial crisis, the war in Georgia, the Arab Spring, Fukushima, the annexation of Crimea, the COVID-19 pandemic, the return of the Taliban, and now the full-scale Russian invasion of Ukraine and the escalating civil war in Sudan are just some examples of such events, many of which had not just an immediate impact, but lasting consequences. Add to this natural disasters like earthquakes, tsunamis, and climate change-related events like floods, droughts, and wildfires that occur more frequently and with greater regularity, and it becomes clear that many black swans are taking on a decidedly lighter shade of gray. Our take. 
War is a man-made disaster in both its immediate consequences and in how states and societies respond to it, not only those immediately affected by it, but also further afield. This adds complexity to how businesses can cope and, crucially, prepare for such an event. The war in Ukraine demonstrates this complexity in a number of ways. For companies in Ukraine, as the McKinsey report highlighted, the key impacts were on operations and demand. Businesses further afield are similarly affected, as we have seen in terms of inflationary pressures, which increase operational costs but also depress demand because inflation hits consumers as well. Supply chain disruptions are another factor, as are broader impacts of increasing geopolitical and geoeconomic fragmentation. This fragmentation, sometimes also referred to as decoupling or de-risking, is partly a choice made in response to war and in an effort to deal with its consequences as we discussed in our earlier piece on our radar the 12th of April, 2023. One of the West's responses to Russia's invasion of Ukraine has been a significant upscaling of sanctions since February 2022. This has not only had an effect on Russia's war effort, as detailed, for example, by the World Economic Forum in a report last December, but it also increased the regulatory burden on companies and the cost of non-compliance. Non-compliance is widespread, partly because of the deliberate circumvention of sanctions, and partly because of the complexity of the sanctions regime. With sanctions widely used by the U.S., the EU, and their G7 partners as geopolitical and geoeconomic tools of statecraft, ensuring compliance has become a major and constantly evolving task for business organizations. Non-compliance can have a serious effect on company profits. Even before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Standard Chartered Bank was fined just over £20 million by the UK Treasury in 2020 for breaching sanctions imposed by the European Union over Russia's annexation of Crimea. Unrelated to the war in Ukraine, Royal Bank of Scotland and French bank Credit Agricole were fined $100 million and $800 million, respectively, in 2013 and 2015 by the U.S. Treasury for violating various sanctions in place against a number of countries, including Iran, Sudan, Myanmar, and Cuba. Given that sanction violations remain high on the radar of Western governments and international financial institutions, compliance should also become or remain a priority for companies in their corporate governance efforts. At the same time, war has also created opportunities for growth, investment, and innovation as well. And the war in Ukraine is no exception in this regard, as detailed in a recent report by the Financial Times. This, however, also indicates a shift in public and private financing priorities in times of war, which means that in sectors other than those relevant to the war effort, access to capital and skilled labor will be more difficult and potentially have long-term negative impacts. The longer wars last, the more entrenched shifts to wartime economies become, and the more time and resource-intensive post-war transitions will be in economic terms. The bottom line, 
regardless of whether one looks at war or other black or not so black swan events, is that risk management and contingency planning are important aspects of any organization's resilience to major external shocks. But they are only part of the answer. What is equally and perhaps more significant is having well-qualified and well-motivated people working for the organization from top to bottom who can think on their feet when any kind of event requires activating these contingency plans. This means realizing that resilience is above all about people and that investing in people is key to increasing resilience. If you haven't already, Please subscribe and get Navigating the Vortex delivered straight to your inbox, as well as alerts for new episodes of our Navigating the Vortex podcast. If you're already a subscriber, thanks so much. Please share Navigating the Vortex with anyone you think might find it of interest. You can find us at navigatingthevortex.com. Navigating the Vortex.